0: Shabbat shalom. As you know, I was on time. Not. (laughs) But to God be the glory, I woke up on time, but I did not get up on time. But we're here in time. Um, As you know, I've been ministering, and I told you I only got one message. You may hear me talk about several things, but I only have one message. The only thing you're going to hear me minister on is faith. That's all anything else ask me about it please (laughs) otherwise it's just faith and as I taught uh last year and um uh, about faith the elements of faith and principles and also the law of faith if you haven't heard these messages go to uh, sonofdavidcongregation.org and uh You will look, when it says uh, messages, all messages, select them. And you'll see my name down there and you can hear these messages all over again. Yes. Sure. I can speak up a little louder. I hold the mic up the correct way. How about that? All right. Now, today's message is walk by faith, not by sight. And I can hear your minds racing now. Walking by faith and not by sight. Walking by faith and not by sight. Well, when I was asked, what is it that you're going to minister on? I said, walking by faith, not by sight. And I don't see Charlie, but he asked me, okay, we'll pray for Charlie. And he asked me, he said, so um, is that your message or that's what you're doing? I said, yes. (laughs) that is a message and that is what I'm doing and we will begin in 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 starting at verse 7 walking by faith and not by sight For it says I will start at verse 6 so we are always, I'm reading from the complete Jewish uh, Bible so we are always confident. We know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from our home with the Lord. For we, lie, for we live by trust. The word trust is also translated faith. For we live by trust, not by what we see. We are confident then and would much prefer to leave our home in the body and come to our home with the Lord. So what is Paul talking about? For we walk by faith and not by sight. For these earthly bodies, he said, I'd much rather leave this earthly body than take on a heavenly body. And also, another in another passage, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and starting at verse 40, this is also what Paul wrote about the same subject, mind you. He says, Not all, start, I'm going to start at verse 39. Not all living matter is the same living matter. On the contrary, there is one kind of human beings, for there's one kind for human beings and another kind of living matter for animals, another for birds and another for fish. Further, There are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, but the beauty of the heavenly bodies is one thing, while the beauty of the earthly bodies is something else. And I like the King James translation. It says celestial and terrestrial. Ooh, makes it really sound good, doesn't it? I like that version better. And I don't think it's coincidence. Uh, How many people believe in coincidences? I'm glad they're not in here. Amen. (laughs) But everything is done for a reason and for a purpose. And this morning, Torah portion, about the beginning, about the heavens and the earth, and God creating everything and putting man inside the earth in the Garden of Eden. And we all know what happened. Sin happened. And when sin happened, our body started to decay. Our body started to decay. Now, what Paul is talking about here is that I'd rather take off this body of decay and put on a body that does not decay. And in this process of this transformation that would take place on the outside of our bodies, the trans transition has already taken place on the inside of our bodies when we accept Messiah as our Savior. We are born again. We have the Spirit of God in us. But now we don't have the outer part of God that we're looking for. So our bodies are longing. And the Bible says we moan and groan within ourselves, within our spirits to take on that heavenly body. We are persecuted, we're beaten, we're even put to death. The Bible says there's a, I call it the the Hall of Fame of Faith. In Hebrews 11, it runs the whole list of the Hall of Fame of Faith. For all those who were put to death because they believed what God said. They believed in God. They believed in the Messiah. They believed in Yeshua. And they were put to death. All manner of death. They were tortured. They were burnt to the stake. They were beheaded. They were fed to the lions. They were pierced through. But they did not give up their fight. They did not give up their faith. They continued on. They hung on to because their bodies they, their spirits inside were longing, were longing. They had a hunger, spiritual hunger, to be changed. And Paul talks about that. He gets into this part of the walk of faith. He said, now in this, we're going to walk by faith and not by sight. He says, so what is it? If you, faith is this. Faith is the such of the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For if you see it, why hope for? it? That's hope useless. That's useless hope. What What we hope for is something we can't see. So by faith, we continually walk toward that. And that is to be clothed with our heavenly bodies, that celestial body, to let go of this terrestrial body. Terrestrial body is of the earth. For God clothed us with earth. He clothed our spirits with earth. With dirt. That's why he said. From the earth you came. And from the dust you shall return. He took our souls. And wrapped it up with earth. And he breathed the breath of life into man. The spirit of God into man. And man became a living soul. And that makes us a little higher than the animals. But we long for the spiritual body. That's why we're walking by faith. We're not giving up. We're not turning back. We're not letting go. We keep pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Yeshua Messiah. That's why we're pressing toward that mark. Paul said, Whether we're in the body or out of the body, he's still Christ. He's still Messiah. He's still God. He said, I prefer to lose this outer shell that you see and to take on that other body that we can't see and haven't seen. Here's an example of the heavenly body Peter, James, and John. Yeshua called them aside and said, Come on, let's go. They walk up to the mountain. We call it the Mount of Transfiguration where they were translated. They were changed. Yeshua was changed. Elijah was changed. And Moses was changed. Right before the eye of Peter, James, and John. And when Peter saw it, he was like, oh, wow. You know what? Master, let's build a tabernacle. One for you, one for you, and one for you. And we will worship you on this mountain. And that's when our father, Adonai, Abba, spoke up and says, this is my son. Listen to him. I'm well pleased with him. But Peter seen what a heavenly body would look like. He didn't know what he was looking at. But well, he knew it was good that they were there. We long for this. That's what our that's what's pushing us. That's what's driving us. That's what makes us want to continue on with this fight of faith, because we're walking by faith, not knowing what we're going to look like. Paul says, "In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, when that last shofar sounds, we will be ready." When that last shofar sounds, Paul said, first, the dead in Messiah will rise first. And then we who remain, all shall be caught up in the middle of the air to meet our Messiah. He says, we don't know what we're going to look like when he comes, but we know this, we will look like him. We will look like him. We haven't seen this body yet. In fact, God says all creation moans and groans because they want to be changed too. Because of sin, everything changed. It's the way everything changed. Remember, there was no rain before. And as men changed got evil and more evil and more evil in this world God says okay I'm going to give you time and space to repent and he said now I'm going to cause a flood I got to wipe all of this do my best to I'm going to wipe all of this sin out I'm only going to save eight people Noah and his family everybody else has to go so he wiped them out with a flood he said next time he does this he won't be water it'll be fire to even hell and death itself will be what cast into the fire so we walk by faith not by sight we're walking this walk of faith believing that when we get to the end of our journey when God says okay it's time that we will be changed. We will let go of this earthly body. It was decaying because of sin. And we're going to take on a body that will not decay, will not get sick, won't have any aches and pains. I know what it's like getting up in the morning when it's cold. It ain't, it ain't no joke. <laughs> it's not a joke at all when you have to warm up in the morning. Just like you're warming up your car. You got to warm up. And yes, it's aches and pain, But I keep going. You keep going. That's what we do. We're walking by faith and not by sight. I'm walking. In other words, I'm conducting myself in a manner that when people see me, some people get inspired. And says, I'm glad to see you today. In other words, they're saying, your presence bring me joy. That's what they're saying. I know there's God in you that's it's, it's, it's exciting me and making me want to come, making me want to be around you. You ever notice that? Certain people just flock around you. You have no idea, do you? You don't know what they see. I've heard people say, oh, I see a glory. I see a glow around you. I'm going, yeah, uh-huh. But I'm not interested in that glow. I'm interested in my walk. That I present myself in this earth as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. Sometimes I felt, I feel sometimes like giving up. I don't, I'm not sure I'm not the only one who feel that way when life is beating you down, everything seems like it's not going your way, and you feel like, you know what, Lord, if you could take me now, I'll be okay. But now we have work to do while we're here. That's the action in in that walk of faith. You know, faith without works is dead, being alone. We have to continue. We have to continue to encourage others, even though ourselves sometimes need encouraging. And he will send you an encouraging word. But we got to walk this walk. We got to have the conversations that is uplifting to others. Paul, Paul said we lift you up but yet we ourselves are cast down. We pray for you to be healed but yet we are sick. Because that's the walk we have to walk. That's the talk we have to talk. We have to encourage others, not discourage them. Then they want to know. Believe me, they, they some of them are bold enough to ask you, why you do the things you do? You have to be prepared to tell them. Because there is a God in heaven. He loves you, he loves me, he loves us all. But there are certain things we have to do to, to access that love. Accept his son as Messiah. Accept him as our Savior. Some don't want to hear it, but recently I prayed for, for you don't know, I'm a surgical technician. I, um, my specialty is neurosurgery. Yes, I'm a bit of a nut job, but anyway, I <laughs> my, my specialty is neurosurgery, but I also do other types of surgery, and there's one surgeon. He's Jewish, and yes, he is, believe it or not. And he's going through some things right now. He's dealing with some health issues that require radiation and chemo. And when I first heard about it, I just prayed. Then he showed up to work after he had his surgery, and A lot of people were going, oh, look at him. Oh, my God, he looks so bad. He looks so bad. I just walked away from him. You think he's going to make it? Yes, he's going to make it. Because they were already doubting. They were already saying he's not going to live. But I was inspired and motivated by our Savior to pray for him. So, I waited till the timing was right when God says, now. And then I pulled them to a place of just the two of us. And I asked him, I said, it would be okay if I pray with you. He said, sure. We had a relationship. Just to let you know, all those classes that we were having when we were on the Paul drive about ministering to uh, the non-believing Jewish people, I was listening and I became his friend because I would always mention the high holy days and I would always talk about the high holy days and so he said sure because he knew where I was coming from he knew I understood where he was coming from but I prayed and yes I definitely prayed in the name of Yeshua And he said, thank you for the prayer. But that's an awful whole lot of Jesus you were saying. I said, yes, I know. But I used the name Messiah and Yeshua. But he knew. But he accepted the prayer. He accepted the prayer. And I also prayed for salvation for him. And continue to pray for salvation for him. That's walking that walk. That's walking by faith and not by sight. Because if I'd have went by what I see or what I've seen, I would have walked away and gone, oh, he's a dead man. But I didn't. Because I'm walking by faith. Because I know what God can do. Walking by faith, not by sight. When the doctor said... She may not live. I said, she will. They said, well, we'll give her a week. So they waited. and they watched. But I was fighting the good fight of faith. I said, no. God and faith. God and faith. God will do this. I have faith, I trust him. And after a week and a half, when she opened her eyes, they went like, wow. Then, here we go again. Well, she never be able to talk, she'd never be able to walk. <laughs> Little did they know. <laughs> and I told them then too, God and faith, God and faith. And when she started talking, and I told them she was walking. They said, "You are right. God and faith." I said, "Yes, yes. God and faith." Many times I could have given up, turned around, and said, "You know what? I'm done, God." No. Nope. Continue to fight the good fight when all odds are stacked against you, when everybody else is talking down. Maintain your faith. Continue to fight the good fight of faith. God is still God. No matter what goes on around you, he is still there for you. He's always holding out his hand for you. You have to hold up your head and recognize that you know what? I'm fighting this good fight of faith. I'm going to continue on until my very last breath. And when I take that breath, I know I've done all that he's asked me to do. I know that somewhere along the way, I inspired someone. I know you hear me say, uh, I remember talking to the, um, the praise team. Oh, it was last year, was it last year? I talked to the praise team. And it was like, you know, some people are never going to tell you that they're inspired by the way you minister in song. Others will walk up to you and say, thank you. Thank you very much for the praise and worship. Thank you very much. But others won't say a word, but they are inspired. You don't know this because you don't see it. But you have to walk by faith knowing that when you are here praising God in song, you're inspiring a whole lot of people. A whole lot of people. And also, the rest of you. When you minister in the capacity that you minister in, you're inspiring people. Whether in Shabbat school, teen ministry, kinder show, a nursery, standing on the door, wherever you serve, in audio, video, and sound, doesn't matter. Wherever you serve, God says, do your work as unto the Lord. Not unto man, would see and pat you on the back and say, oh, what a great job you've done. No, that's not why I'm doing this. I don't want your praise. And many of you who've been in, around me, you know I, I'm a very humble person. I do my best not to accept any praise. I go, thank you, but not me. It's him not me, him. Because I continue to walk by faith, not by sight. And when you continue in this journey, and as you grow in this journey, and as you put these pieces of faith together. I remember years ago, I talked to my brother about faith. And we were having a conversation on the phone. And I said, you know there are five levels of faith. It just came out of my mouth. You know how the bones popped out of your mouth? It came out of my mouth. And I go like, what in the world am I saying? God was setting me up. I didn't know it at the time, but he was setting me up because I was on a faith journey. I was learning things about faith that I'd never heard, never even seen before. But now he's taking me on that journey. And you're going along with me because I'm learning as you're learning. I'm walking this faith walk as you walk in this faith walk. And he's digging us deeper and deeper. In other words, higher and higher into faith. There's a certain level. There's some place he wants Son of David Messianic Jewish congregation. It's something he's doing with this congregation. For 30 years, you wondered. And now we came back to the place where the son of David started. There's no coincidence. And they called us, right, Judy? We did not call them. They called the office. Said, I heard you were looking for a place to worship. yes so you can mold on that think about that wait a minute 30 years ago started in this building and now here we are again I always said after my wife and I became members of Son of David I always said it's something about this congregation I don't know what it is it's something about this congregation okay Son of David congregation is a leader. We haven't recognized that we're leaders. This whole congregation is a leader congregation. So let's lead the way God wants us to lead. Let's open up the Messianic congregation and show the world what it is to be a messianic Jewish person and a Messianic, non-Jewish person. We sing this song, one in Messiah, Jew and Gentile, one in Messiah. This is it here at the Son of David congregation. I've talked to people who come visit here. They say there's something about this place. They don't know what it is. But it's something about this place. we we'll continue to walk by faith. we continue to walk by faith. Um. Here, you have to ask yourselves a few questions. What, why, when, and where? You know, the usual. You have to ask God why, when, where, and what. What am I doing here? Why am I here? When are you coming again? The disciples kept asking the Messiah when will Jerusalem be turned back over to us Daniel likes the same question when will we be back in our own homeland under our own rule when so when will we realize what God is doing with us When will we wake up and go like, wait a minute, this is not mundane, this is not routine, this is something very, very special, very special. Not that we all that, but our God is. We continue to walk by faith, we continue to serve him faithfully, we continue to do everything as unto God. I don't do anything for praise, never did. Don't do it to say, oh, it's, it's an outer appearance that I'm doing this to say, oh, yeah, somebody can pat me on the back and I go, like, oh, ain't I great? No. Where our righteousness is like filthy rags before our Savior. But we're holy. We're holy beings inside an unholy body. These bodies weren't meant to be saved. I mean, after sin, no, Thanks to Adam, we can't save the body. It's the soul and the spirit of God. That's what. That's what. That's what. That's who we are. We're spirit and soul. The body's going to change. That's what this whole walk of faith is all about. That's why we walk by faith and not by sight, because this body's going to change. We move from faith to faith and from glory to glory. We continue to walk by faith, we're growing by faith, we're growing in faith, and that glory to glory, terrestrial to celestial. The light comes on, everybody starts to see a little better now. We're moving from one stage of life to the next. Continue, it's a continual walk. It's a continual growth. If you're staying where you are five years ago, even a year ago, then you're not growing. You're not moving. You're refusing to walk by faith. You're starting to walk by sight. But when you start to walk by faith, you're going to grow. You're going to, God's going to reveal things to you. You're like, wow, I didn't know that. I never heard that before. Yes. Continue to walk by faith, not by sight. And as I come out of this, Let's end on this note. That because our bodies will be so glorified when we are changed, but we're going to recognize one another how? By the Spirit of God that is in us. Bible says, try the spirit by the spirit. It, sees he is, it is of God. Our spirits know who God is. It says, no man cometh to God except he's drawn by the spirit of God. It's that spirit, this, that part of God that is in you that continues, draws you to him. Our God is consuming fire. It's an awful thing to fall in the hand of an angry God. God is light. And that light shines in us. That energy that comes from that God is in us. And we are to walk around and share that with everyone we meet, everyone we meet. Whether it's in a nice gesture of good morning, or can I help you with this? Or do you need help? How about if I just pray for you? I'm gonna pray for you, do these things. And as we continue this walk, remember this, we walk by faith. And not by sight. Shabbat shalom.